Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn and has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Scoop, All right. On the line with us is my man Brandon Robinson, and also we also have John Mitchell too. Oh, bring them both, bring them, bring them on, bring them both on. We're gonna talk a little basketball, little little sport in American society, and all that. So, Brandon, I gotta ask you the question. Gotta ask you the question: Can Le- will LeBron James actually pull this win off in Game Seven? My gut says Boston wins this series in games because it's a home game in Boston. What say you? I think LeBron um, can win it, and the Cavs can win it, but he's got to play inspired basketball. What shot him in the foot uh, in the previous game, not this game, the game before was, you know, people used tired uh, tags. I just think he played uninspired. Uh, he was just he was just going through the motion. And uh, one thing that I know about a LeBron James-led basketball team, albeit the, the Heat or the Cavaliers the first time or the second time, um, they play from behind. And I'm going to tell you something. I looked at last night's game, and there were times in the second half where they were kind of just coasting too. They, they've got to play a perfect game, and they've got to touch on all cylinders. But I think Ty Lue, head coach Ty Lue, hit it on the head when he said, uh, man, I wish I could get in the game. If, if all I have to do is win one game to go to the NBA Finals, uh, and that's it. Um, that's what's going to happen. But I also I'm, I'm worried about Kevin Love and, 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 and that concussion and, you know, what we spit out or what. But um, aside from all that, man, last night was, was, was epic uh, basketball uh, being played, 46 points, um, and, and, and really propelling that team to, to a win. And, you know, it, it, Game 7 is, is the best two words uh, said in sports. And uh, congratulations to the Cavs in Game 6, but there's still work to do tomorrow in Boston. Yeah, no doubt. And I was going to say, and John Mitchell bringing you in on this, that game that game last night reminded me of what Dr. J did in game four, 1983. Uh, just Dr. J just, Dr. J smelled the championship and just went and took over. What did you think of James? Did, did James' performance in that game last night, in that game six, just really saved him, extend the season? Did, did that kind of remind you of that as well? 
Uh, minus the fact that Dr. J had a, a Hall of Famer and Moses Malone and a Hall of Famer and Marty's Cheeks on his uh, on his roster with him. Um, looking at LeBron James, I, I, I you know I, I covered that league you know for twenty years, you know and saw a whole lot of MJ. Um, and, and what I'm seeing right now, I honestly can't believe I'm seeing so much. Uh, well-rounded, highly, highly, highly efficient basketball coming from anybody who's not a cyborg, Chris. Right. Um, I, and I have to say it, man. You know, I, I, you know, I'm an acolyte at the um, at the altar of Michael Jordan. I always have been. I've bemoaned the fact often that I don't get a chance to see him play. But now that I'm seeing LeBron do, you know, the step back jumper with Tatum in his face. Uh, you know, playing the point, initiating the offense, quarterbacking the team, rebounding, do, just doing everything. I've never seen this before from anybody. Wow. You know, I, I just have to be quite honest. You know, I mean, the high watermark for many of us is, um, you know, Magic Johnson leading the uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar Lakers past yep. 76ers in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. But what LeBron is doing night in and night out, with it, with I mean, let's be quite honest, without, without LeBron on this roster, this is a this is a lottery team. Yeah, basically, it's, it's a lot. It's a young team that has potential, but right now it's a lottery team. So um, I mean, I, I, I can see the correlation, but I, I I've never seen anything. You know, I, I didn't see Will, um, and, and and you know, I, I always remain aghast. It's it, it just stunned at his numbers. Um, but, but it's a different game. It's a game that was played then from the um, from the inside out. Now it's a game that's played from the outside in. Um, you know, so, I, so 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 what LeBron is doing is bad. It's, it's just is breathtaking. That being said, I, I I don't know that he can carry this team past a really good Boston team uh, in in in, in TD Garden uh, tomorrow. I just don't I, I just don't know if that's possible. Yeah. Um, yeah. That 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 team reminds me. I mean, and I mean, John, you might remember this team maybe more than Brandon, but I was I was on the air earlier saying that this team reminded me. Remember Reggie Williams at Georgetown senior year when Georgetown yeah. they had they had they had some decent players, but he took that team all the way to the Elite Eight and lost to Billy Donovan, Delray Brooks with with and, and for that Providence team. That was that was shooting the lights out of the uh, the uh, the basket at three at the three point land, but that team really didn't have much at Georgetown, and Reggie Williams carried them, but then even he could not carry them beyond into the Final Four, and this is what I'm seeing with LeBron James, because like I say, it's LeBron James and and, and a couple of guys named Mo and Joe helping right. him out, and right. uh, you know just just looking at it. Um, Brandon, you gave me the scenario earlier. You know, from just from an X's and O's standpoint, is it just about rebounding defense? Because it seems like this Cleveland team is just terrible with defense at times. Yeah, I, I look at um, I look at the defensive rebounding um, that that Boston does very well from an X's and O's perspective. Like I watched parts during the game last night where. You know, LeBron would grab the ball on the rebound and take a, a jack a three, or J.R. Smith takes the three and then misses. And then, you know, you have an hour for grabbing the, re- the defensive rebound and, you know, pushing it up the break for, for, for Marcus Smart. And then Marcus Smart, I remember one particular play in the second half where, you know, 
Marcus Smart threw up in the alley and threw it up to uh, it, it threw it up to Jason Tatum uh, for for the dunk. And, and it's like there are times where you love the Cavs team because they're an underdog in this series, but there's times you hate them because they just take dumb shots. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm gonna tell you that I think that the saving grace uh, for the Cavaliers in this series, well, particularly last night. Um, was one in uh, George Hill, uh, who I've yeah. often said on this show is everything that Darren Williams was supposed to be last season for the Cavs and was not. Um, and I and I, you know, observing um, all six games, whenever Paul, excuse me, whenever George Hill scores five points or more in a game, the Cavs win. Mm. Um, I remember two games ago or three games ago, he had eight. Um, but but the other difference I think in this game for the Cavs last night uh, was the play of Larry Nance Jr. Um, he beca- he he uh, was a um, Kevin Love light for them, um, playing inspired basketball, grabbing rebounds, um, blocking shots, um, and I think that. Um, in order for them to win Game Seven, in addition to just drowning out um, the Boston Garden noise that will be um, inevitable, it will be um, a Cavs team that has to legitimately um, help LeBron James um, immensely. I think that um, in this series, they have often stood around and watched him dribble. It, it, it was it's reminiscent to me of. Being in Philadelphia can definitely relate. Where people stood around and watched uh, watch LeBron dribble, it was like watching sometimes Iverson just hey, uh, standing around dribbling yeah. trying to take somebody off the dribble. Um, yeah. I think LeBron is more fundamentally sound in that instance, but um, LeBron has to be the big brother that distributes the ball, not instead of not letting his siblings just watch him do all the work, so to speak. Like you really have to. Um, play well, and J.R. Smith is going to have to step up a, a lot um, in, in Game Seven, um, and 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 play like New York Knicks J.R. Smith. Um, <laughs> and and that's all I can really say. I, I think the Cavs can win Game Seven, uh, but I legitimately do think that the Celtics have been the better team in the series. Yeah, no, no doubt about that, and. Um... That, you know, and I was going to, you know, the, the thing that, I, that I'm looking at in this series is that I think Boston, when they get Kyrie Irving back, when they get Gordon Hayward back, to me, they, it's like they're the heir apparent to being the beasts in the East, in my opinion. They're heir apparent. And, and I mean, I mean John, do you, I mean, you look at this team, John, and Brandon, both of you. You can look at this team. I mean, I mean, I see it coming, and I think if they if they take on Houston or Golden State, they're going to give them a series. I don't know if they're going to win it, but they're not going to make it easy for them. I think, um, you know, I, I, honestly, I think that Golden State, if if, if they play Boston, I, I I see five games, no more than six. I hear what you're saying, right? I I I, I, I um I'm looking at. Uh, Personally, I, I haven't heard much more about uh, Chris Paul um, other than this hamstring. I don't right. know the extent of it, but what, one thing I do know is that the hamstring is such a tricky injury. Boy, you know, I know what? that. <laughs> I'll yeah, tell you that. Yeah, 
that hammy when it, when when you have a problem with it, it's not something you ice and you put heat and stimulation on it and you're good two or three days later. It's, so so that's going to be interesting to watch. Uh, but I, I do hear what you're saying, Chris, about Boston being the heir apparent. I um, you know, with, with the coach looking so comfortable and coaching those guys, with the players looking so comfortable and playing under him and, and knowing that they the two guys who are believed to be their best players. Uh, I mean, Tyson Kyrie obviously is the best player. I, I think Tatum uh, is is uh, and and uh, I was the kid uh, the kid from. Uh, Talking about Rozier? No, not Rozier. Oh, Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown. I had no idea. I mean, who had any idea those guys would become as good as they are? So um, I, I've even heard people speculating that they, they, you know, Danny Ainge may dig into his box. Of course, this is speculation. And uh, and, and pull the trigger on a trail like a kid like Kyrie, which would be amazing to me. But imagine what you could get for Kyrie uh, and adding him to a team that's already strong. Mm. You know, so, um, but yeah, I think Boston, you know, I, I, Chris, I think you and I have had this conversation. I'm still not willing to count out uh, Markel Fultz as a player. We, we we simply don't have enough. We know that it was mishandled this, this season. Right. But I'm, but I'm not ready to rule him out because if you had gotten this time last year, if you had gotten eight out of ten NBA scouts in the same room and asked them who the best player in that draft was, eight, 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 eight of those scouts would have said Markel Fultz. So, um, you know, so if, if he does develop next year, of course, Philadelphia was so impatient because it got the success from the Eagles. It got the success from Villanova. And all of a sudden, you know, the Sixers winning 52 games and not going to the Eastern Conference Finals after a stretch of about a decade that was as bad as basketball has ever been played in the NBA was unacceptable. You know, so I, um, yeah, but I think right now you do look at Boston as being, you know, the front runner. Uh, and of course, you know we'll, we'll see what LeBron does. You know right. that's does uh, he stay in Cleveland? I, I can't see that happening. Yeah, I I was going to address that sooner. Uh, so so Brandon, from your, your thoughts on this Celtics team, do they have the chance to be the next apparent beast in the East? Do they have? I mean, Brad Stevens has done a, a remarkable job with this team. Do you see this? Uh, is, is this Game Seven important to the, to Boston to basically? To, to begin their, I guess, their run, their possible run for the next round of championships for them. Oh, for sure. Um, and, and I take everything that the fine gentleman said and agree. Um, but I'll, I'll take that and, and, and raise this. Um, the Celtics um, have had experience playing against the best. Um, and, and I think it was a, a an old philosopher, uh by the name of Ric Flair that said, if you want to be the best, you got to what? You got to <laughs> beat the best. You got to beat the best. <laughs> to beat a man, you got to beat the man. That's what he yeah. said. <laughs> so I, I think um, Jalen Brown, to me, impressed me in the playoffs last season. Uh, you know, a shorthanded Boston Celtics team uh, with a Isaiah Thomas and who was out. And, you know, Jalen Brown has had experience with his point guard being out. You know, this is the second go-around with that. You know, and, and I think that... Uh, one of the Morris twins being on there, you know, you got to have a. I think he's the next. In a lot of respects, there's a there is a. I don't want to say the next, but there is a, a level of 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 grit that I find with him. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, a Rasheed Wallace type of of, of defiance uh, that I like on that team. You, you need a little bit of that, you know. You 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 got some MIT engineers on that team, but you need some you need some 
some Philly cats in there to make it go around as well. And then, you know, I, I think um, the, the Celtics team are, are, are a team that kind of just won the lottery and, and, you know, quietly and still chilling on their day job. You know, like, you got the, you won the, the race with the Brooklyn Nets when you had that blockbuster trading out of those draft picks, you know, for, you know, Garnett Pierce and Jason Terry. So it's like the, they have the, the upper hand even if they lose. You know, LeBron is now... But we're always looking to the future. You know, Brad Stevens is a guy that's that figured it out going from the college ranks to the NBA. But um, I, I think that, I think, and, and I think this is so understated, um, Kyrie Irving's DNA is on that Boston Celtics team. Um, he took that team early in the season, Gordon Hayward, obviously being out. Um, you talked about Markel Fultz. I think Jason Tatum had something to prove because everybody was on that Markel Fultz train. Uh, everybody was on that De'Aaron Fox train. Everybody was on that Lonzo Ball train. And I, and, and I just think there's been something about a rookie in the NBA this season. You look at uh, the Utah Jazz and Donovan Mitchell uh, being able to propel that Utah Jazz game. And they're probable uh, pro- propelling of, of, of a team in the Utah Jazz. Um, and I just think that, you know, Jason Tatum is a guy, you know, he's, he's familiar with, uh, the NBA, I believe um, he's related somehow to Larry Hughes, former Sixer, and a few other people went to LeBron James' basketball camp. You know, practice and experience is, is the best teacher. Um, and, you know, people are making those Kobe Bryant comparisons to Jason Tatum early. And me personally, I think it's premature, but I do think that Jason Tatum will be a mainstay in the NBA for a long time. And you did all of this without Gordon Hayward and, and Kyrie Irving. There's two biggest acquisitions in the offseason last year. Well, guys, we got to go to break. Hold those thoughts because I want to ask about LeBron's future and try to try to address some of this NFL stuff. Um, you're listening to 96.1 FM, 900 AM WRD, Black Talk Media, The Chris Murray Report. We'll be right back. We are back. As a reminder, we have uh, John Mitchell from the Philadelphia Tribune and uh, senior writer and Brandon Robinson, senior writer of Basketball Society and host of the Scoop B podcast, Brandon Robinson. And we are on the air. We're talking about now, if the uh, Cavaliers lose this series, and that's all, it's a very distinct possibility, where does, does LeBron come to Philadelphia? I'll start with Brandon and then John. Um, yeah, I think that LeBron in Philadelphia uh, is not a uh, wish list. I think it's something that legitimately could happen. Uh, my source is familiar with LeBron James' thinking. Uh, I think to think that LeBron James coming to uh, Philadelphia is not a pipe dream um, because basically the Sixers team that is currently uh, intact is, is, is no different than a Cavaliers team back in 2014 when LeBron returned uh, to the Cleveland Cavaliers with a young Kyrie Irving, Tristan Thompson, uh, and more. Uh, But I think that uh, the thing about the Sixers that is special, um, who wouldn't want to build around a young point guard and a a big man, uh, and and Ben Simmons and and, and Joel Embiid. Um, But I do think that there are other options available. Uh, When you look at a Houston Rockets team, uh, the the, the part of the banana boat, uh, summer banana boat crew, uh, that is Chris Paul is on that team. Paul George is a free agent. Um, and, you know, I know his, his agent the other day said that uh, Paul George was going to resign with the OKC Thunder. Uh, we'll see. But uh, I, I think the Lakers uh, is not a pipe dream as well. I think like the Philadelphia 76ers, they're both teams of the future as well. And they fit the skill set of LeBron James. So Philly won. Um, 
Lakers 1A, uh, and don't sleep on the Miami Heat return as well. I think that's also an option that's not often publicized. John, what, what say you about that? Yeah, I, I, I agree with Brandon. I, I, um, and, I, and I have no insight uh, on, on, on where LeBron is uh, looking. Um, other, you know, you heard the speculation that he was he was house hunting. He had surrogates house hunting in the Philadelphia area. I'm sure he dispatched surrogates to a number of places to look at, look look at schools for his kids. But I, I think that um, Philadelphia makes a lot of sense uh, because of the relationship with LeBron and Ben Simmons. Because I think he would like to have he would like to have a, a, a defensive force uh, behind him and uh, like Joel Embiid, the guy who, you know, you can give the ball to, uh, you know, you know, I think LeBron will be, the, will be the closeout guy. You know, a lot of the things we saw the Sixers struggling with trying to find a closeout guy with the clock running down will be surprised. We saw by having LeBron there, but you know, I, I and you know, I, I've often tried to picture him in Houston because he's so close to Chris Paul uh, and, and, you know, a lot of people, if you, if you look at those situations, the way they play with a lot of talent, you know, the basketball, um, you know, you wonder will LeBron fit. But my counter to that is with these, with players like LeBron and Chris Paul and Harding, guys like that are so talented that they can usually figure those situations out. Right, right. You, you know, you, you can, you know, we, we, we say that they won't fit, but these are, the, these are the very best. This isn't. As much as I love um, uh, Westbrook and OKC, you know, and his, his, the, the dynamic talent that he possesses, I, I, I get the feeling he's not a guy who is willing to acquiesce or relent on with his ability. I, I think Chris Paul is a natural point guard. You know, mm-hmm. uh, you, you, you know, I, I think Harding, those guys. It's more of a welcoming big three, mm. you know, and and, and and if he goes there, I, I think that, you know, he's never played in the Western Conference. Mm. And, 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 you know, he probably feels like, you know, I, I like to settle things. I don't think LeBron has any fear. Uh, and and I, I think he would relish being out there, you know, going head-to-head with Golden State and playing that conference finals against um, Golden State. So I, I have no insight on where he goes. As we as we've seen, wherever he goes becomes the title contender. I, I think for selfish reasons, I'd like to see him here in Philadelphia. I think that he looks at that Philadelphia roster and he sees young generational players. Right. Um, you know, uh, players he's comfortable with and Ben Simmons has a relationship with guys who you know he could you know, put it on cruise a little bit whenever he decides. Because I mean, he's playing better now than we've ever seen him play. Right, right. Season. So I don't know when the cruise control period begins. I've never seen anything like this before, Chris. And, and you know, you, you guys were talking about Dr. J and talking about Georgetown, a whole bunch of stuff that I was either two years old or I wasn't born yet. I'm a hip-hop mm-hmm. um, yeah. I would say to you that, you know, LeBron coming to a Philadelphia 76ers team, uh, to use a hip-hop reference, Jay-Z had his heyday, um, but, you know, he, he went into a managerial role and, you know, he found guys like Young Jeezy. He found guys like Rihanna. Mm-hmm. Right. He found, you know, uh, J. Cole. And, I, you know, LeBron, similarly, uh, w- would make that transition in Philadelphia where he could kind of be in cruise control, not by much, but 
um, you know, he, he'd be able to maybe even extend his career because he's had a right. lot of tear in his body in 15 years uh, where he can kind of, you know, guide that team. I think he and Ben Simmons do play very similarly, you know, but the only difference is, you know, people talk about Ben Simmons, Simmons jumper. And I said on your show, Chris, who cares? Uh, right. He talks about Jason Kidd and he got a ring. Uh, right. But, you know, in the instance of, you know, LeBron James, I think um, being in a situation where he's around young guys that really compete, I mean, that I was sold on the Philadelphia 76ers in the Miami Heat series because um, I didn't think they were going to win. You know, and right. I look at, I think another team that, that people, not only where LeBron is going, but where, where they're a young team and I think they have room to grow um, and, and could be something special. Uh, we talk about Philly, we talk about Boston. Uh, I, I still don't sleep on the Milwaukee Bucks. I think they have. Uh, I agree. You know, totally I think, agree with I think, you. You agree? Totally agree with you. Yeah, yeah I, I think I think that the Milwaukee Bucks is a team that that quietly, uh, you know, anytime you have a guy and a special player in Giannis Antetokounmpo, um, and 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 a supporting cast in that, um, I, I think there's something special. But you know, to LeBron thing, Philly will be great for selfish reasons for you guys regionally. But um, Houston is, is something to look at, and you know, Miami, like I said, is a sleeper. And uh, but yeah, Cleveland is you know it's going to be interesting whether they win the ring or whether they go to the finals will depend on a lot what LeBron does. Yeah, well, I'm going to say this, and because uh, we're 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 up against the time, there's a lot I wanted to talk to you guys about today. But I'll I'll say they'll say a couple of things here just to close everything out. I say if the Sixers if the Sixers get LeBron, they'll be in the finals next year and they'll be favored to win it. Sixers will be the team to beat. And, and I'll tell you that from, from that one standpoint, you know, I think that, that Joel Embiid will, stay, will spend more time in the paint and basically will give LeBron enough room and, and Ben Simmons and everybody else. I still see they need a, a, a small forward slasher who can score, and that's all he does. I'm looking at – I'm hoping they look at Mikael Bridges out of Villanova. But – the thing is, I think that that Philadelphia is a better fit for LeBron because you got a young, hungry team. You got a big man who can score and occupy the paint, and you got you have a team that I think is going is going to is going to challenge Boston. He comes in that he comes into that equation. It's, the Eastern Conference Finals are going to be fun to watch. That's all I can mm-hmm. say. It, they're going to be really fun to watch now. Like I say, guys, I got about I got about a minute to go um, in all this tonight. Um, correct me if I'm wrong. So tonight, Western Conference uh, final. Real quick, does Houston upset the balance in the Western Conference by 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 closing this either closing the series out tonight or winning it in seven games? Real quick, because like I we we got to roll. Well, I, I don't think I don't think so. I, I think without Chris Paul. You know, we won't get a game seven. Okay. And Brandon. Warriors got this tonight. Okay. Guys, thank you very much. Um, I'm, like I say again, man, there's so much time. I wish we had another hour. But in any event, thank you guys for being on the show today. I'd like to thank all our callers. Thank you guys. And Brian Glover, you guys did a great job. It was an explosive show, especially the first hour. And so we'll see you guys next week on the Chris Murray Report. Have a great day. Have a great weekend. Support Black-owned media. Take care. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. 
Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. 